Oh, baby. Welcome back to Talking Sports by the Most, where we are talking a lot of football and anything else that's going on in the sports world that's a main topic. But obviously, middle of college football season in the NFL, there isn't much better to talk about. Right. I think we're in a week. Is it week six now? Yep, week six of college football. Week six of college football. Almost halfway through the year already. Week six has some decent matchups. Next week, though, unless something wild happens this week, there are huge games come next week. So we kind of got to get through this week. There's a a lot of good games this week, but we got ourselves a potential for some wild things, I think, over the next few weeks for sure, at least leading out to October. And the NFL, things continue every single day. Our fantasy teams had a little bit of a struggle this week. The Detroit Lions score have scored more points than anyone and given up more points than anyone. And folks, this week, you're not going to believe who they're going up against. Mm-hmm. That's right. The old coach going to be leading the offense. If they carve up the Lions' defense, heads need to roll. That's for sure. Yeah, I mean, that would be an embarrassment to Detroit. They've looked better than. And they didn't they, have Swift or, or yeah, I mean they didn't uh, have some Brown, St. Brown Swift. I don't know who else they didn't have, but it wasn't defensively the issue. I don't think. I mean, not. No, I think. I mean the starters. Yes, I meant they weren't missing starters on defense. They were, they were missing starters on offense. But I keep seeing a lot about Aiden Hutchinson and his rough start to the year. So I don't know. It's just kind of interesting because they're struggling. They're losing players on offense, and yet. That is a fun offense to watch, and that's mm-hmm. what I think. When push comes to shove in that in that division, I think they're going to play. I got a few comments about the Packers that I'm kind of shocked about. But let's start with college football. We usually start with the NFL. Let's start with college football. Let's do things a little differently this week. Steven, you watched every game this weekend. We watched some of the games this weekend. Obviously, Michigan's one of your talking points. But give us Michigan update and give us a couple other things that stood out to you this week in college football. Michigan travel on the first road game of the year to Iowa to Kinnick. Got their first win there and since 2005. Um, I don't think there's that much to say about it. I mean, Michigan's a better football team than Iowa. They should win that game. Um, they should have no problem winning that game um, 10 times out of 10. Um, Iowa kind of got a little bit of an offensive um, momentum, I guess. Yeah, pulse for about. 10 minutes. Um, it kind of just started with the momentum of a JJ was trying to throw the ball, and it looked like it kind of just, um, well, I think he got hit while he was throwing or something like that, and the ball came out backwards, so it was actually a fumble. Uh, they went back down to like the five-yard line. At that point, they had like third and 27, so they just ran the ball and then punted it and kind of got a bad punt off, but um, Iowa kind of got going offensively there. Still, Michigan ended up winning. Um, a win's a win, I guess, but... Um, <clears throat> Yeah, there's not that much to say. I don't think it's anything to say that uh, Michigan. That first half though was Michigan's. I thought that first half they played was downright impressive. I think I, I I thought the first half was awesome. Yeah, I think they offensively. I'm still not really worried about them. I think they moved the ball well. I think it's more of, um, I think at least a few times I've seen where I feel like offensive play call kind of gets them out of position. You know, you get maybe a second and five, and you're moving the ball on the field. Continue with your offense instead of trying to run some wacky trick play that just doesn't make sense um, or running an, an option play to the short side uh, just doesn't really make any sense. Um, maybe if it would have worked, I'd be like an idiot and say, I know it made perfect sense, but I just think they have no problem moving the ball. They have arguably the best offensive line in the country. I think they have um, 
they don't have the best receiver in the country, but they have a bunch of really good receivers. They have um, easily one of the best running back rooms in the country, um, down a starting tight end, but uh, plenty of guys to make up for it. So, I mean, they have all the offense in the world. Um, that's not the problem. I still don't really – the defense um, definitely scares me a little bit. I think the defense, if they played a, a good offense, um, would be run around for a little bit. But Let's be honest. Michigan's not going to play a good offense. They played I know. Like, but, I mean, was good, right? Yeah. But, I mean, other than that, other than Ohio State coming up, they're not going to be playing any good Well, offense. yeah, but I just mean – I think a little bit happened last year with Mike McDonald was the defense just continually got better – Players got better. I think that's probably what's going to happen this year. Um, but I understand. I get what you're saying. I'm yeah, just saying I just feel like unfortunately, I feel like they about Ohio State's defense. Yeah. They aren't going to play anybody until maybe they play Michigan. Yeah. They're, they, they're not getting tested. Again, at least, I'll, I'll say this. As bad as, let's say, the Big 12, the SEC is, because I don't think they're much better, once in a blue moon, they do got some teams that can at least score some points. Yeah, they may be horrible on defense, but... At least you wonder a little bit about your defense. And yeah. Ohio State's defense, I saw them in Alabama, the only two ranked in the top ten offensively in defense, and I think that's just a crock of bull. I mean, Notre Dame's offense is, is pathetic. So yeah. uh, until they play somebody that has a that is truly offensive talent, I mean, Maryland was, there's no doubt about that. Yeah, no, I completely agree with that. It's just that I feel like they're a momentum-led defense. When they get going, they're a great defense, and when they are not um, – affecting how the offense wants to play they aren't as good um but i think they're a team that's that's young um inexperienced that i think will continue to get better defensive line wise um lots of obviously after losing hutchinson uh chris hinton and uh david ojabo um that's a lot of production there that you lose that you have to replace and they have replaced it they don't have that 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 you know amazing player i would say right now but they have a bunch of guys that are are gonna fill the role um, you're not going to fill the role with just one guy. You're going to fill the role with five guys. Um, so, I mean, that's just the way it is. But, yeah, I mean, I don't think it's a game that you look back and you say, did they really blow me away? No, um, for good or for bad, I guess. Um, just a win. Um, and they'll hopefully continue to get better. Uh, they'll have a top ten matchup in Ann Arbor against Penn State. Sadly, it's a noon game. Um, boo. Uh, I would have liked to seen that either be a – afternoon game or a night game uh, just to build the excitement more but uh, that'll be a good test for Michigan uh, but obviously their offense is pretty eh, as well so I right. won't know much about their defense after that what else did you notice but outside of that obviously Friday night Washington lost to UCLA I didn't see the game but um, I don't know what happened and how Washington lost that game I really have no idea how they did but maybe UCLA is better than we think I'm still not buying any stock in UCLA. Uh, maybe just Washington had a bad game. But uh, Kentucky loses to Ole Miss. Um, I, I was a little shocked with that one. I thought Kentucky would handle. I thought they would not. I thought they would be the team that kind of forced the other team to lose the game. Obviously, you think Ole Miss and Kentucky, you probably think Ole Miss probably has more talent. But you think Kentucky probably plays um, more sound, fundamental, and they don't beat themselves. But they did. Obviously, a big takeaway would be Minnesota losing and Oklahoma losing, and Oklahoma got routed. Um, that wasn't just a loss. That was a that was an ass-whooping. Um, and outside of that, Alabama obviously won by 23. You'd think, wow, they cruised away with that. They didn't. Um, it was a lot better of a game than you thought. Uh, Penn State only won by 10 at home. Um, 
They did turn it all over five times, so that's kind of impressive. Um, and it's impressive how bad Northwestern's offense is, but there's no shocker there, I guess. Texas A&M loses. No one is too surprised by that. They've been a fraud all year. Georgia, they looked human. Um, and what else can we say other than the fact that they probably should have lost that game? Um, if, if an offense with a pulse, they probably lose. But um, they won, so I guess survive in advance. I guess that's what it is. Um, the SEC keeps their dream alive of having two teams no matter what. Locked in, guaranteed. Um, and there was another game I wanted to talk about, but I can't think of it right now. I feel like that's everything maybe then. Well, what do we think about Alabama and the fact that we have uh, Bryce Young now with the shoulder thing? They said he's going to be day-to-day, but you just wonder if that's there. Is it something that could pop up at any time, a wrong hit? Well, I mean, he is also only about 5'9", 170 pounds, so I probably could dislocate his shoulder pretty quickly too. Um, But – yeah, I mean, I think they're still obviously a tremendous football team. Do I think they're the best team in the country? I'm not really sure about that. Uh, I don't really know who the best team in the country is. It might be Ohio State, um, but I don't think I don't. If you go based off what you've seen in the last week or two, I guess if you go based off the whole year, other than Georgia's route of um, Oregon, I don't think either team are the number. One, I don't think Alabama or Georgia are the number one team in the country right now. So, um, and then the thing is, I, I guess I thought Clemson was overrated. I still don't think they're a team that can really compete for a national championship, but have won last week yeah, and this week. Go undefeated. I mean, yeah, I mean, they, but they they beat two highly ranked teams in Wake Forest and NC State. Say what you want about them, they're still winning. Do I still think that they're a top four team? I mean, they'll probably get in the playoffs just because they don't play anyone well, yeah. from here on out, but um, do I think they're truly a top four team? I don't know about that. Um, I'd love to see them play Michigan, Ohio State, or Georgia, or Alabama, and see how they do. But um, I guess you know, winning it and surviving in advance. I guess that's the the well, way to, the to get there. The ACC winner is going to go the the championship, which is going to be Clemson. Ohio State or Michigan are going to go. Both SEC schools are going to go. I mean, I think we got that lock, stock, and barrel. It's just that's how it's going to happen. Anything other than that would be totally shocking. Oh, Clemson, one more thing, Georgia Tech. Yeah, Georgia Tech gets a dub. They fire their coach. They get the win, and Pittsburgh is, again, still Desmond Howard, still has him in his final four, so we'll see where that takes us. You know, I want to talk for a second about my takeaways, and we got to start, I think, with Georgia. And Georgia routed Oregon in the first game of the year. Oregon lost some players. They changed coaches. Oregon played them in Georgia um, and came out to win 49-3, to so it was a route. And Oregon at that time, I think, was ranked 12th in the country, so they had high expectations. Yeah, that, that was built up to be a Again, big game though, and then just got Oregon just not quite where I think they were. Then they play Samford, wins 33 to nothing. Okay, Samford didn't score, but 33 to nothing kind of is not, I don't think. I don't think the, phys- the physicality is quite there yet. For Oregon, it might take they two years to get that physicality to a SEC level team like Georgia, who's just—I mean—they do have grown men. Where I don't know if Oregon quite has that right now. They're more of a, you know, a quick, shifty. I mean, they've obviously been that way for a while. So Georgia does handle South Carolina. South Carolina is about as low as it can possibly go. Um, Kent State—they—they—they—they they, they, they won 39-22. Wasn't that big of a victory? And then, of course, Missouri, which is pretty pathetic. They beat. You know, Georgia plays Missouri, Auburn, and Vanderbilt. None of those teams have had more than six wins the last five years or something. Um, You know, then they do finally play Florida, Tennessee, Mississippi State, Kentucky before they play lowly old Georgia Tech with that big win the other day. But bottom line is 
I don't know. I don't know where George is at. You know, I think then they also go back with that idea that they won the national championship last year. I think what this shows us here is, I don't care who you are, it's never made me feel better about someone else's chances to win the Big Ten. I think Georgia, when push comes to shove and they play a big powerhouse in a big game, I think they can definitely play. But this unbeatable and them clearly the number one team in the country, which are not anymore, they're number two, somehow Alabama, um, which went to the fourth quarter and a potential to lose that game, um, moves up in the polls. And again, teams that are winning against ranked teams are going down. So um, the SEC bias is getting, is kind of reached an all new feverish pitch. And I guess maybe that's why I thank God we're going to expand the playoff because we need, we need more teams in this. And the problem is out of 12 teams or six of them going to be out of the SEC, which I have a hunch. That's what's well, going to happen. If you think about it, When's that playoff taking effect? Probably a couple years. I don't think next year. I think the year after. So, I mean, I think Joel. I think Joel said it anyway on Twitter. I mean, he said, "Do you think it's harder to win at Missouri or at Iowa?" I mean, I'll anyone can decide that. It's up to them. But if you if, if Missouri can almost beat Georgia like they did, in having, I mean, let's just say it, not ten percent of the talent that you would think Georgia probably has. Why don't you think a, a 10 seed can beat Georgia or 11 or whatever, how they, how right. that works out. I mean, I think that absolutely could happen and it could shake up the playoff. Yeah, I think it I shows just, you. It's, it's going to be interesting. I'm it glad. shows you how every single week it really doesn't matter who you play unless it's someone that's obviously just not in the same ballpark of you. You could lose. Greg I mean, that's Mac- why they play the games. They're always upsets. So. I was telling Stephen just a few minutes ago, Greg McElroy was on ESPN just an hour ago talking about Ohio State hasn't been, you know, tested. Um, they only played Notre Dame. I mean, I'll be honest with you, let's have Notre Dame and Oregon play tomorrow. I'd probably put my money on or- Notre Dame. I mean, I. it's just, it's it's stupid. <clears throat> the bottom line is they're all good teams. Uh, it just seems as if, and that was the rant on Twitter this weekend, was it just seems like when the SEC struggles against lesser opponents, it's, well, it's because it's the SEC and all, every team is great. And when a Big Ten team struggles in the Big Ten or Michigan plays a 13-6 to game against Penn State, it's because they're both pathetic teams, even though Penn State will be ranked. Um, yeah, they're top ten. Yeah, so I, I think just, they are ten, aren't they? Right. But, I mean, let's be honest, and you know this. If Michigan plays Penn State, a top ten team, and wins, let's say, 13-9, to mm-hmm. Michigan's probably going to be looked at. Clemson will jump them because oh, yeah. Michigan they're already, like just that far away yeah. from jumping them. So, I mean, this this just at some point it's got we got to get over this. I mean, it's it's just crazy how they do it. Again, it's it's horrible when when Michigan Ohio State does it. It's wonderful cuz Missouri. No, Missouri is pathetic, folks. Missouri is at the bottom of the barrel. It they they would struggle to win games in the Big 10. It's just that simple. Um so anyways, that was my first takeaway from the weekend. Ohio State played um and obviously had a pretty easy victory this weekend. Rutgers threw everything but the kitchen sink at them to try to compete, which was interesting. Um, Ohio State this week plays Michigan State. I don't think it'll be the thrashing that it was last year, um, but you never know. Ohio State still got some injuries. We'll see how things build. I Do I think they can win? Sure, they'll beat everybody if they play good. But again, like you just said, every week's a different week and don't know where it's going to go. My third takeaway from the weekend, of course, has to be Kansas. 
Kansas is undefeated oh, yeah, now. Um, they're they're gonna play TCU, TCU. That's this a, week, and college game day is going there. I think I keep seeing this on Twitter, and I haven't looked, but like every game in the Big Twelve has a ranked team playing somebody except yeah, they, for Texas Oklahoma. Yeah, I, I saw something on Twitter about how they said like, um, you know, they said that the college game day is going to a Big Twelve game this week, and then they would have said like, you would have like laughed if you would have said Kansas and TCU versus Oklahoma and Texas. Yeah, I just, I, so, I mean, oh, okay, that seems interesting. They do so. have a very, um, I would say out of all the Power 5 conferences, they probably have the most level conference top to bottom. There is no alpha and there is no, for the most part, I would say no real team that's just not even on the same level. But no. obviously they don't have the best conference. But top to bottom, um, it will provide a lot of great games to watch. Um, in so the, this in is what you're seven weeks. Kansas State is ranked playing Iowa State. Oklahoma is ranked playing Texas Tech. Kansas and TCU are both ranked. And then you have Oklahoma and Texas, and neither of them are ranked. So out of the four Big 12 games this weekend, um, the one that isn't is the one we all obviously were thinking would be this big game. So it'll be interesting to see. So let's make some picks here. College football, here we go. Friday night, Stephen, we got Nebraska at Rutgers. Nebraska still has a chance to win the Big Ten West, as pathetic as the West is. I'm going to tell you what, I think Big Red's going to march into New Jersey. I've seen enough of Rutgers. I'm going Nebraska. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. I'm a little shocked how poorly um, Rutgers has performed. I thought they'd be a little bit better than they have been. Um, obviously, Nebraska got a win last week against Indiana, uh, a team that's 3-1, and one, was 3-1. and one. Um yeah, I think I have to go Nebraska. Let's go. I don't even think it'd be a question if it was at home. Anyway. I mean, just they can't score. Nebraska at least does have an offense. No, yeah, I mean it'll put me to sleep Friday night. But hey, at least I got something to watch. Oh, Big Ten football Friday night. Yeah, not as exciting as the Friday before, I'm sure, with all the things that went on. Yeah, <clears throat> I'm gonna have a much quieter Friday night. Thank you very much. Michigan and Indiana. Michigan's gonna win. Indiana, though, really is becoming the dweller bottom team as it, it, it seems to have been. They lost to Nebraska this past weekend. So, <clears throat> Stephen, can Indiana score 10 points? Um, If you give them seven, maybe, before the game starts. Okay, we'll do that. Okay, next up, noon kickoff, Death Valley of Louisiana, Tennessee and LSU. LSU quietly putting together a season. They could make an extra point. They could be undefeated. Tennessee has this high-power offense. going to be kind of, I think, a really good noon game. Uh, I'm going to go with Tennessee. I'm going to buy Tennessee's hype right now just to make a bigger matchup down the road with some other teams. Uh, Ryan Kelly, I still don't know what's quite going on at LSU. They really struggled in the first half last week against LSU, against um, Auburn. Came back to win. I'm going to go Tennessee, but, yeah, I'll go Tennessee. So the reason why I'm going to go with Tennessee is I think they have a much better offense. But if you look at the Auburn game, they were outgained by 168 yards. And they still won the game. Um, They only passed for 85 yards in the whole game. I had to think Tennessee can score on them. And they're not going to lose that game. I got Tennessee. Um, They do have a good football team right now. So I'll go with Tennessee. Let's go further. TCU Kansas noon game. Um, I think Kansas. I'm going to buy the hype, folks. I think Kansas beats TCU. Kansas is supposed to have this great offense. 
They obviously struggled against Iowa State. has a decent defense. But I think Kansas, on the road, they're going to be so jacked up. I'm going to take Kansas um, to, to beat TCU, and Kansas keeps flying high. At some point, this has to end. I don't think it ends yet. So I'm going to go Kansas. Gosh, this is so tough. Um, based, it's you can go in so many different directions. You look at TCU's record. I mean, you look at TCU's past games. I mean, they really haven't done anything to really shock you. And then you look at Oklahoma, and they just destroyed Oklahoma. I mean, it wasn't. It was like they were playing a Division two level school. So I feel like after last week's win, there's no way that they can follow it up. I think TCU is the better team. I'm going to go with Kansas, and I'm going to go with it just because I want to see them win. Let's go further. <laughs> That's it. Throw some games in here. We'll make some quick picks. Arkansas, Mississippi State. I'm going to buy Mike Leach. Arkansas, I just told you they can't throw the football. I think they're kind of beat up after Alabama. I'm going to buy Mike Leach. I'm going to take Mississippi State over Arkansas. Arkansas put up a good fight last week, had a real good chance. Now they're sitting at 3-2. and two. I'll go with Mississippi State. Arkansas season's over. I'm going to take Texas over Oklahoma. I just think right now Texas is the better team. I don't know what's going on in the quarterback situation. I don't think Quinn Ewers is going to play yet, maybe. I just think Oklahoma has been exposed as a really, really, really tough football team. Um, so I'm going to go Texas over Oklahoma. Hook them horns. Um, so I'm going to go with Texas as well. I think they just have a better team right now. I think quarterback situation is still pretty good. Um, with Q New York, Quinn Ewers, I would certainly pick Texas. But um, Oklahoma got exposed last week by TCU's offense. So um, I don't know if that says that TCU's offense is great. I don't really think it's that amazing. I think that was just bad defense from Oklahoma. Um, so I'll go with Texas. Maryland has, um, what, only lost one game this year, right, to mm -hmm. Michigan? Yep. Um, they're, they're playing Purdue this week, then Indiana, then Northwestern, then Wisconsin, then Penn State, and sets up a matchup at Maryland on November 19th with Ohio State before the big game. I think Maryland's going to go and run the table to that Ohio State game and set up a huge matchup. Maybe college game day goes to Maryland for the first time ever to see an undefeated Ohio State go and play against a ranked Maryland team. I'm going to take Maryland over Purdue. Yeah, I got Maryland as well. Maryland's just a better football team. There's nothing else to say about it. Georgia. And Purdue just, I mean, there's something. Jeff Brown's going to do something that just makes them lose, even if they were winning. Georgia-Auburn. I'm going to go with Georgia. If this game was at Auburn, I'll be honest with you, I'd say Auburn can compete for three quarters. Um, but in Georgia, Georgia's going to be fired up to play after what happened. Georgia beats Auburn. Yeah, Auburn's not good. They they scored 17 points against LSU and they never scored again. So um, good luck doing that against Georgia. Texas Tech seems to come in, play good teams well. They're playing at Oklahoma State again. If this was at Texas Tech, I may think differently. But playing Oklahoma State, they're the quietest undefeated team in the nation. I'm going to go with Oklahoma State. But I, I still, I, I'm going to be honest with you. I think I don't know enough about Oklahoma State right now. I'm going to go with them. But I think there's still more to prove. Yeah, I mean, I picked Oklahoma State last week to beat Baylor, and they did. Um, I'm going to keep going with Oklahoma State. They have a better team. They're going to win. Utah at the Rose Bowl. The Rose Bowl probably will have 300 fans. Oh, wait, I'm sorry. Utah's going. They're, they're going to bring the whole state with them. Utah yeah. beats UCLA. Chip Kelly's miracle run comes to an end. Yeah, I was really shocked last week when UCLA beat um, when they beat Washington. And I don't know if that's a fluke. 
Um, I they have a good quarterback in Dorian Thompson Robinson or however you say his name, whatever it is. Zach Charbonnet, former Michigan running back, transferred to UCLA. They got lots of talent. Um, I don't really know what to say about Utah. Um, obviously, after week one, losing to Florida probably wasn't a very good loss. They really should have beat Florida. Florida's a pretty bad football team. Um, I don't think UCLA is great, but I'm going to go with UCLA and go in a different direction. Um, even though I just said I'm not going to buy any stock in them. Um I'm buying bad stock. We're going to pick this game only because the coach was fired. Another Division One coach fired um, in the in, in its early October. Colorado fired their coach this week. Wisconsin fires their coach. Had a great record. Um, the program maybe had come upon some hard times, struggled just a little bit. But for Wisconsin to fire Paul Christ, I think, was uh, upsetting. It sounds like the players are really upset. He may have – Wisconsin may have trouble. Uh, rumor has it maybe some of the players are going to – um, decide to transfer and give up um, for the rest of the season. I still think we're picking it because it's a big-time game. I want to say something about Paul Chris. I'm going to pick Wisconsin over Northwestern. I think this will be the lowest-scoring game in the history of college football. I'll go 2 nothing Wisconsin. <laughs> yeah, this might be they, – they, they might have the – the only offense they might pretty much score might be defensively. Um, it would be – they, they should pay people to watch this game from start to finish without changing the channel at some point. Um, this is a pathetic game. Um, I think Northwestern has one of the worst offenses in the country. Wisconsin has a pretty bad offense as well, but they have a better team, um, assuming that the players don't quit, I guess, uh, before the game starts. Wisconsin's a better team. Give me Wisconsin. And I, when I say 2 nothing, it's because it goes to four overtimes and Wisconsin finally scores a two-point conversion to win 2 nothing. <laughs> Ohio State, Michigan State. Of course, I'm going to pick Ohio State. Stephen, the question for you is, does Ohio State cover the 25 and a half? So, um, Michigan State has one of the worst offenses. I mean, not worst offenses. They have one, Well, they do have a pretty bad offense, but um, it pales in comparison to how bad their defense is. Ohio State has pr- definitely probably the best offense in the country. Um, that is not setting up for... Um, it's just not setting up for good things to happen. Um, holes will be penetrated and th- just thrown to the side. Um, they'll be just not even. There's no words to say um, for Michigan State's defensive coordinator. Um, I can't wait to see the tweets after about the quarter and a half when it's 32 to or 35 to nothing, um, and they're already getting blown apart. And they're going to want to fire that coordinator. Um, Mel Tucker is going to probably say after the game that he's a horseshit football coach. Um, yeah, I just don't think Michigan State even can compete. Um, I think Ohio State probably wins by at least six touchdowns, um, if I had to guess. Um, I don't think it'll be as bad as last year, Last year, <clears throat> um, but I think Ohio State will be able to just sleepwalk through this. Um, Michigan State's offense has been... You thought Michigan State's offense was going to be their calling card. You thought that was going to be what carried them to victories. Um, their offense has struggled in the recent weeks, so has their defense. Um, but, yeah, nothing's going to change this week for Michigan State. So We're not going to make this pick, but we're just going to mention it. Clemson goes to Chestnut Hill to play Boston College on Saturday Night Football on ABC. Boston College sucks, but they lost to Rutgers, I believe. But, um, you know, you never know. I still don't buy Clemson. Maybe we get some bad weather, cold weather, 
up in the Northeast. Maybe they hang in there. We'll see. My upset of the week, Washington State goes to USC Saturday night on Fox and wins. Washington State's a huge underdog, folks. Take them in the 14.5 points. USC is not going to beat them by 14.5. I think Washington State not only covers, but they beat them. Washington State upsets USC. Um, again, don't forget Washington State beat Wisconsin. We don't know how great they are. I just don't think USC is that great. So at least take the 14.5 points. But I'm going to go out here and say Washington State beats USC. Washington State actually has a pretty impressive season record. Um, obviously 4-1, but their only loss being to Oregon in a game that Oregon pulled out for a victory. I mean, I don't really know if they did. I mean, they, they scored 22 points, I think it was, in the last... Um, 22 points in the last 3 minutes and 48... Well, they scored 22 points in 2 minutes and 47 seconds um, at the end of the game. Uh, so, I think Washington is a good football team. Do I think that they'll beat USC? God, that's hard to really say. Um, I'm going to go with USC, but I think this could be a really, really good game. All right, quick picks. Two words or less. Notre Dame, BYU... BYU at Notre Dame. I got Notre Dame. Who you got? Mormons. Ooh. Iowa at Illinois. Illinois is the favorite to win the West now. I'm going Illinois. Burt. Wilma. Texas A&M at Alabama. Texas A&M isn't going to win. Can Texas A&M have any chance to keep it close? Jimbo's dead. Okay. And finally, Florida State at NSC. NC State, I'm sorry. Florida State, I think, goes into NC State. I picked against Florida State last week, and they lost. But this week... I was not impressed with NC State. I thought they were going to be a lot better than they were. Uh, they they didn't look really good to me, to be honest with you, against Clemson. So I'm going to go with the Seminoles. This is tough. I'm not sticking to the two words. I, this is a hard one to go at. Um, I feel like I'm going to go with NC State, go in a different direction, bounce back after losing to Clemson last week, which they had every chance to probably win, I would say. I'm going to go with NC State. And the Seminoles go down again. In the NFL, I'll start this time. I'll give you my big takeaways from the NFL. Three takeaways this week from the NFL. My first takeaway is going to be the Green Bay Packers. The Green Bay Packers struggled against New England. I think New England was on their third-string quarterback. Mm -hmm. Found a way to win, and yet Keyshawn Johnson this morning, everyone's picking them. I think I just saw on ESPN they're the second favorite team to win right now Super Bowl odds. Folks, I don't know what people are seeing in Green Bay. I'll take the Lions over Green Bay right now. Like, I, I don't, I get they got Aaron Rodgers. They got much more. And t- they struggled against New England with their third string quarterback in Green Bay. I I think, I'm telling you right now, I, I want to be the person to say, I told you so. I, I don't know what the fascination is with Green Bay, but whew, that's takeaway number one. Takeaway number two, I don't know what's going on in Baltimore. This is the second game that Baltimore, they're 2-2, two and two, <coughs> excuse me, just absolutely fell apart at the seams. They get this big lead, and they're both the games they've had these huge leads and they lost. We talked about Mike McDonald just a minute ago in the Michigan defense. I don't know what's going on. I don't know why Harbaugh didn't kick a field goal to go up. Oh, I know, Lamar Jackson says, oh, it was a play. We should have blah, blah, blah. Why would you not take the points? I mean, anything can happen. If you're, if it, obviously they have no confidence in their defense, that's the takeaway. No one has said that. I've watched replay show after replay show talk about this. No one has said they obviously have absolutely zero confidence in Mike McDonald and that defense. 
if they felt like with a minute and 36 seconds to go, they had to go for the touchdown and not the three points. I mean, I think that's maybe on the road, I get it, but at home to blow another lead like that, I think was just, wow, I, I, I was kind of shocked. My third takeaway is from last night. I think the Rams are in trouble, folks. They're the defending Super Bowl champs. Uh, San Francisco looked horrible the week before. You can tell Jimmy G got a little extra practice in. Their defense was suffocating Matt Stafford yesterday through some through a pick that obviously got ran back. Uh, my third takeaway is, folks, the San Francisco 49ers, they, they might have a chance to... Uh, Jimmy G, he just keeps winning. And I was like, oh, they're done after watching him last week play. But I tell you what, I like Jimmy G. I, 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 it was impressive to me. And those are my top three takeaways from this past weekend. I guess there's a lot of things I could probably say about the way football worked out this week in the NFL. The Packers definitely is one thing. I mean, they struggled at home to beat Bailey Zappi or whatever. <laughs> yeah. um, I wouldn't be picking them up on the way. Yeah, I wouldn't right. really be looking at that offense and saying I'm scared. Um, the Browns lose to the Falcons. Um, they're still going to win the Super Bowl, I guess, by a lot of people's ideas in, in Cleveland. But um, once again, they're, they're not as good as they think they are. Um, and, yeah, I mean, last night I was watching that game and I was just amazed that the the Fort Niners for winning that game. But, I mean, I think I kind of said it early on. Um, Kyle Shanahan finds a way to win. It doesn't really matter that much who's under center. He's had Jimmy Garoppolo the last few years, and they've done some pretty impressive things. I mean, other than maybe the Chiefs, that's about it. I mean, who else has had really more success than them in the last four or five years? True. I don't know if anyone's really had more success than them in the last four years. Um, so... Yeah, I don't really know if there's that much else to take away from it. Um, regarding the whole Ravens situation, well, I really wouldn't say that their defense is that bad. They only give up 326 yards to Buffalo. But obviously the decision comes back to bite you. Obviously if they score the touchdown, you look back in hindsight and say it was a great decision. They don't get it. It's not a great decision. So um, definitely a little shocker that you don't kick the field goal. But um, yeah, I mean, I don't know if there's that much else to take away other than the, the Lions. The Ravens have given up 1,261 yards passing. It's the worst in the NFL. That's a pretty bad defense. Well, only giving up 326 yards to the Bills isn't bad. But um, <clears throat> also, I guess when you give up passing yards, though, it's usually because you're winning, which is what they've done against the Bills until they obviously relinquished the lead. And the Dolphins, when they had that lead, they started just chucking it up everywhere. But... <clears throat> Um, obviously the Lions defense was, I mean, for me watching the game, that was probably the most disappointing. Um, I mean, it was almost like it was a third and one when it was third and 20. I mean, it was almost guaranteed that they were going to get the first down. Um, it really didn't matter where the chains were, what, what they were sitting on. Um, they made fun of the Lions. The Seahawks don't have a good offense and they made fun of the Lions. Uh, it was pretty pathetic, um, watching it, their defense just struggle. I mean, if you would have told me that they'd almost give up a 50-piece to the Seahawks, I would have laughed at you. Um, I would have said, you're crazy. The Seahawks couldn't even score 20 points against the Lions. And obviously that shows you how much I know. Uh, the Seahawks just had a good game plan. The Lions did not have a good game plan. Um, lots of things have been said about the Lions' defense. Um, that was, if there's probably that and the Packers, and I guess the, my, my biggest three takeaways would be the Lions' defense, the Packers' struggle on offense, 
and the 49ers winning again. Listen, folks, let's go down this list here. Indianapolis, Denver, Thursday night. The biggest disappointment in the history of fantasy football is Jonathan Taylor. I told you so. I am frustrated. I am ready to drop that piece of garbage. He's probably not even going to play on Thursday night. Indianapolis, you suck. Matt Ryan has gone there to die. That's what happens to all these quarterbacks. They end their career there. Indianapolis is pathetic. I hate them. Pittman sucks this year. My fantasy is going to lose because of the Colts, and I remember Yahoo saying, you'll go as far as Indianapolis. Well, guess what? They suck. My fantasy team sucks in some cases. I'm going Denver. I hope Russell Wilson scores 800 touchdowns on Indianapolis. Jonathan Taylor, you suck. I'm going Broncos. And Russell Wilson sucks in Denver, I think, too. But I'm Yeah, I mean, I'm going to go with the Broncos as well because I think it's just who their opponent is. It's not because they're better. Or not because they're a good football team. It's because they're playing the Indianapolis Colts, and they have been an absolute shit show. God save the king. The New York football giants are going to make the Americans happy by beating Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers at 9.30 on Sunday morning. Folks, I can't wait to see it. I hate the Packers. Look at this. I'm, I'm really angry right now, folks. I hate the Packers. They say pick up this wide receiver on fantasy. I can't find him anywhere on the fantasy boards. Bottom line is Saquon Barkley is going to run all over them. We're going to sing God Save the King. There's my upset for the week. The New York football giants beat Aaron Rodgers and dance all over his face. Uh, so this was a difficult one for me. Um because I don't think the Green Bay is very good. Um, offensively, they've really struggled. Um, the Giants may be even worse offensively than the, the Packers. I just want a team in the NFL right now that just are pathetic, putrid, horrible, um, amateur offensively. Um, yeah, and there's, there's about 10 teams in the NFL right now that have just amazingly bad offenses. Um, and these two are two of them. And you shouldn't, I mean, Green Bay did lose the best receiver in football um, in Devontae Adams. Well, he needs to score more fantasy points, too. Devontae Adams? Yes. How about the guys on my team? They need to score more points. Um, but, God, this one's so tough for me. Um, just pick the Packers, okay? Yeah, I think I have to. I got to go Packers. I, I just can't go against Pittsburgh finally makes the change. Kenny Pickett comes in, throws an interception on his first play, but then scores two touchdowns in a row. Now, one, I think, was from, like, the three-yard line on a turnover of some sort. Buffalo is a team. I know you just mentioned them. Buffalo is struggling, I feel like, a little bit. Um, They struggled against Miami. They actually struggled against Baltimore. Um, I know they had injuries on the defensive line. I still think they're trying to figure out how to run the football. Josh Allen is is all-world. Buffalo's going to win because this game's at home. Um, but I think the Steelers are still better than than their record shows. I know they got one of the toughest records coming down the road, um, stretches of games. But I'm going to go with Buffalo. Congratulations, jo- Pickett. I think you're going to be a good quarterback for Pittsburgh. But Pittsburgh just don't have enough offensive traction right now. And it puts too much pressure on their defense. And Josh Allen, I think, is due to kind of explode. So, I'll go Buffalo. 
Um, yeah, I'm going to go with Buffalo, too. I think they're the better team. I think Pittsburgh um, has some growing to do. Um, and I think next year was when you'll see that growth kind of take place uh, offensively. Um, but, yeah, they don't, they're they pretty pretty bad offensively. Um, I mean, the only thing that I could see that maybe the Pittsburgh would win is they come out kind of guns a-blazing and they kind of just come out and shock the Bills immediately, It's which is kind of what has happened to the Bills. And I don't know if, that, if they can really push around that defense that well to just throw points all over the place. If just, they did get a big lead, so I'm gonna Harvard. go with Buffalo. I want to see big time points against Cleveland. I think this game is a blowout. The Chargers absolutely destroy Cleveland in Cleveland. Give me the Chargers. I don't think it's a question. The Bears play Minnesota. Minnesota's gonna win because the Bears' offense, Justin Fields, the poor guy. I mean, his career is getting ruined in Chicago. They are pathetic. It's a shame they even won any games this year. Minnesota. Wins, no doubt about it. Go Vikings. Yeah, I got the Vikings as well. Um, they're not going to lose to Chicago. Chicago's really bad. Um, yeah, they're, they're really bad. So Bottom line is, is St. Brown and Swift played. The Lions will beat New England. Um, if they I think even without them, they'd still win. God, I don't know about that. I, I'm going banking that they're going to play. I'm going to pick the Lions. I know it's on the road. New England, you feel like, has to circle the wagons at some point. I'm going to go Detroit. Yeah, I got Detroit. Let me let, um, hurt me again or whatever. I'm ready to get hurt again. I don't know what's going on in New Orleans. I'm just glad because Keyshawn Johnson picked him to win, like, the Super Bowl and all this great stuff. Um, Chris Olave, my fantasy team's doing well. There's no way Seattle's going to have another offensive performance. Although DK Metcalf played well. Definitely had the runs, though. It's a shame. He couldn't even make it back to the locker room. <laughs> oh, yeah, I saw that say, like, uh... The, the, he said he wouldn't have been able to pad those cheeks long enough. Yeah, yeah. In. So I do think DK Metcalf scores a touchdown. I think Chris Olave scores one too. New Orleans wins by by a thread. By a thread. Yeah, I got New Orleans. I think Seattle had a big game last week, and I think that's just going to be because the Lions' defense was that bad. I don't think that the Seattle offense is very we obviously good. Obviously, haven't talked about Tua and all his issues that happened and the concussions. They're playing the Jets. What's the brain doctor or, like, head doctor? I don't know. I heard him say. He should retire, though. That's what he said. Neurologist. Neurologist, yeah. Um, Miami's got some shady stuff going on. Um, I think Teddy Bridgewater's the backup, so he's obviously experienced. I think the Jets are are a good team. I think Zach Wilson, um, I hear he's going after Giselle now. Um, Oh, yeah. Giselle, Giselle and Tom, Tom Brady, Brady getting divorced. divorced. No. And, you know, Zach Wilson and his record with women. So rumor has it he's going after Giselle. So I think Zach's going to be pumped up, if you know what I mean. And I'm going to pick Zach Wilson and the football Jets to beat Miami. He's going to be pumping the wood, the hard iron. Um, I think so. He's, I think that they're going to win in my, uh, They're going to win versus Miami, too, is out. Um, to, and I think Miami's offense has been suspect. I mean, in a lot of games, at least a few games I can remember off the top of my head, they haven't even had 300 yards of offense, and they've won. Um, they've been just outgained in a few games, and they've won them. Um, I think I think the, the Jets surprisingly win this game. Um, a win last week against the Steelers, obviously the Steelers don't have a very good offense right now, but that's still a really good win for them um, to come back and find a way to win. I think they bow off that week, that win, and they do the same thing to the Dolphins. So I'm a little under the weather, so of course I get a little more perturbed. And the next issue I have is Kyle Pitts. Atlanta, what are you doing? What are you doing? 
Tom Brady, even though he doesn't have a woman anymore, beats Atlanta. No problem there, folks. Yeah, I've got Tampa last. Not that they should win. Okay, I can't if they don't win, Tom Brady should retire. I can't waste my breath on these next few games. Tennessee beats Washington. Yeah, same. Jacksonville beats Houston. Jacksonville has been a huge surprise to the NFL this year. Jacksonville wins by three touchdowns. San Francisco demolishes Baker Mayfield. San Francisco is winning handily over the Panthers. Dallas and Los Angeles. So let's go there. Dallas actually is the underdog. I don't think Dak's playing yet. I think the Cowboys actually look pretty solid. This might have been the best thing with Dak getting hurt. Other things have had to Cooper Rush. Controversy. Uh, I'm I'm on the Dallas bandwagon. I got their defense and fantasy. I think Dallas is going to beat the Rams. I think I think the Rams are in trouble, folks. I think the Rams got beat up last night. They'll bounce back at home. They will beat the Dallas Cowboys. Cooper Rush finally loses the game as a starter. Philadelphia beats Arizona. I just don't know what Arizona's doing. Just a matter of time before they fire their coach, even though he got an extension. Philadelphia. Yep, that's what I'm going with. Yeah, I mean Philadelphia, four and zero, and the Cardinals have won. I think I think they're two and two. Yeah, and they have been lucky to win those two games. Um, give me give me Jalen Hurts. Um, he's going to have more offense by him. He might lap the Arizona Cardinals offense twice um, with his offense alone. I got the day off Monday, so I'm going to be able to stay up and watch Sunday night football. It's a doozy, Bengals and Ravens. I'm going to tell you right now. Joe Burrow is going to throw at least four or five touchdowns, maybe to Jamar Chase, three of them. <sighs> I am picking the most points he's had all year. I'm picking the Bengals. The more points out in that game, those three catches than he's had the last three weeks. The Bengals upset the Ravens. Yeah, I got the Bengals as well. I think they're a team that kind of got off to a slow start and since then has kind of built some confidence. Obviously, a team that we both knew was better than that they had showed um, shown in the first two weeks, and they're going to just. They're going to find a way to win. I think Cincinnati is a really good football team. I think I they were kind of my sleeper to um, definitely compete for a Super Bowl. Um, obviously, after two weeks, she just said I was stupid. Um, but I think I still believe that they're a really good football team and have a chance to do a lot of great things this year. And a great Monday night football matchup, the Las Vegas Raiders against Patrick Mahomes. I think the Raiders are going to beat, actually, the Chiefs at home. I think the Raiders are still one of those teams that can do some things. Kansas City looked unbelievable last, you know, against Tampa Bay. But I'm going to tell you right now, I definitely think we could be for an upset. I'm going to take Derek Carr and Devontae Adams, throwing touchdown after touchdown. They win. You're really ready to get hurt again. You're uh, really buying on the, the Raiders. Um, I'm going to go Kansas City. They won last night. They looked pretty impressive. Um, I got Kansas City at home. Um, your Super Bowl champions go to, what, 1-4 and four after this week? Yes. Okay. Yeah, so they'll they'll be going in four after this week, and probably in a really bad shape to win the Super Bowl. So, all right, so Stephen, we got a couple games left in Major League Baseball this year before we wrap up the season. We'll talk about the Tigers next weekend, but are we going to get sixty-two in the regular season? Aaron Judge is in game two tonight. It's a doubleheader. Um, what's your take on all the hoopla around Judge? Does he get to sixty-two? Is it important for him to get to sixty-two? I mean, I think it's important. Obviously, what he's done is pretty impressive. He's an, uh, a tremendous hitter. He's a tremendous just baseball talent in general. Um, I think he does get to 62. I, I think he probably actually gets to 63 before the season is over for him. Um, but 
Yeah. They I said mean, he's never hit a home run down in Texas in Arlington. So, oh, really? Yeah. So I don't Ball know. Ball travel, warm air. He, he so bought, book it for 62 is it, and 63. Is it going to be a disappointment in baseball if he doesn't get 62? Well, I mean, since it's the fact that you could be watching um, something on your TV and Aaron Judge is going to pop up for some odd reason. Um, but I think they've done a little too much with the whole um, 62 watch. I mean, it's... Uh, it, I think it's a little ridiculous. Obviously, records happen and are broken, and that's why they're there. Their records are meant to be broken. Um, for the AL, it would be the first one ever to hit. He'd be the first player ever to hit 62 home runs in the regular season in the AL, which is kind of surprising. I mean, when you think about it. Um, I mean, not surprising the fact that it's never happened in the AL, but it's, it's just surprising when you think of all those other guys who are not in the AL that did it. Um, so, but yeah, I mean, it's a historic year. Um, he's a guy that. Has a pretty solid batting average and still hits that many home I runs. I just wonder if he played for the Diamondbacks, if ESPN would be breaking in. Probably not. I mean, he plays for the Yankees and just a different, you know, different different animal. Well, we'll look at the playoffs. We'll give an update on the Detroit Next Tigers week you'll get a Detroit Tigers update, a team that actually has won nine of their last ten, um, have kind of been surging in the last 15 games. Have played really well recently. So you're um, saying if the season ended in December, you'd take the the Tigers? I mean, I'm not gonna say that I take the Tigers, oh, but okay. I, I'm just saying um, the way they're ending the season is a good thing for Tigers fans. There you go. Maybe you wanted to avoid the other 150 games or 145 games prior to the end of the season, but the last ones will leave a good taste in your mouth. All right, that's always important to have a good taste in your mouth. Yeah, well, since the Tigers fans have not had a good taste in their mouth the last couple of years. So it's going to be a big week. Next week, the podcast is going to be crazy. We got a huge week in college football coming. We'll preview Major League Baseball playoffs. Of course, the NFL will give us 10 things to talk about as well. Tua may be retired and be a priest by then. Who knows what's going to happen? But um, a lot to look forward to. We'll see you next week.